Hello and welcome to Ask the Crown. I'm Stephanie McGrain and I am beyond thrilled to have the amazing Mac Dougal joining me tonight. Now, Mac has dressed movie stars to headline entertainers to pageant winners. His designs are spotlighted, worn, and coveted by fashionistas and trendsetters alike. His designs include one-of-a-kind red carpet styles to cocktail dresses, evening gowns, and more. Welcome, Mac. So excited to have you on the show tonight. Thank you. It's, it's just so exciting and a pleasure to be here with you tonight. Well, it is definitely an honor to have you. And I'm so excited to hear more about you and your amazing designs. Now, I know you've been designing for uh, quite a while. So can you tell us what inspired you to begin designing? You know, I've been designing for over three decades now. Um, I started designing in early 80s. Actually, when I got out of college, uh, that's when I started designing my first dress. You'll be uh, amazed to know that I went to college, uh, to an engineering college. Oh, wow. Design school at that time. So that was my basic uh, education. And, uh, but fashion has always been my passion. So I've always had this flair of fashion and style. And uh, when I came out of college, I got a job offered uh, by IBM, which was uh, one of the largest corporations at that time. I did not uh, join the corporation because I never in my life wanted to work for anyone. I've, so I can say that I've never really worked for anyone else besides myself. Um, the reason I didn't do it was because I wanted to always create something new, something different, something the world hadn't seen before. So uh, I just put my heart and soul and brought something different to the world of America, uh, something that was very fresh and had never been marketed here before. When I started, I started the business from the basement of our home. And soon uh, the word got around and a lot of celebrities started coming to the basement of the home. Uh, I did a couple of fashion shows. When we did those fashion shows, I found people were awestruck. They had never seen anything like this. They would come up and want to touch and feel the dresses. And when we explained to them that these dresses were handmade, you know, and the beautiful craftsmanship that it had, they just couldn't believe it. So I would say the rest from there was history, you know. Um, I would say my father, who was a guiding light for hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people all over the world has written it very beautifully in a couplet which says, I started on this journey alone and every turn travelers joined me and it soon became a caravan. So I don't know what else to tell you but this is uh, how I got into the world of fashion. Oh, that is beautiful. Very well said. and. 
I know the world is extremely happy that you followed your passion for fashion. Can you imagine if you didn't, the world would be missing out on so much. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I was uh, basically uh, brought up and raised in New Delhi, India, so northern part of India in a very, the most loving family ever. And uh, deep-rooted into meditation and poetry. My respected father, he was an inspiration for millions and millions of people. Uh, and so living in a very spiritual background with that kind of aesthetic, I learned to connect with people. I feel this is the most powerful tool a man has, is to connect with people. It could be a connection with a dress or a connection with a person. This connection is really, really important. And from my family, from my mother, and from my father, I learned to see beyond the lines of color. So we believe that, you know, all humans are absolutely equal. And deep down inside, you know, the way I was raised, I'm a really simple man. A very, very simple man with a simple thought. I always feel that you've got to put a smile on somebody's face. That gives me a lot of satisfaction. All my life I've tried to do the best. May it be a competitor in a pageant, or it could be anybody wearing a dress, it could be a friend, it could be a competitor, it could be anyone. When I started this business, I had a lot of uh, people who would have said they could have been my competitors, but they all became my friends. I have really always taken everything along, everyone along with me in this journey, and I feel proud to say that I love everyone who's come across in so many years. Oh, you were incredible. It, it sounds like you came from such a loving family. You are an amazing individual and wanting to put smiles on people's faces. I think everyone can learn something from you. Thank you. I think uh, it's about how you feel inside and all of your work is portrayed by the positiveness that you put out. Absolutely. Now, Mac, can you share with us, you've been designing for quite a while, but share with us one of your earlier designs, something that you that you still love till this day, one of your most favorite earlier designs. You know, we've designed some amazing dresses and amazing gowns. Uh, one that comes to my mind, uh, I believe uh, in the early 90s, I designed this uh, A-line ball gown. It was uh, made out of tulle, out of netting, and uh, because the netting is sheer, it had one layer of netting on it. Uh, the underneath layer, which was visible through the netting, was hand-painted with an array of stars. And um, this dress to me was mesmerizing. It was early 90s, and uh, when I looked at it, it was like a dream come true. And, it was a really dreamy dress, and uh, later on it was uh, titled as a wish upon a star dress, 
because it went on to be a bestseller for a whole decade. Wow. It happened to me after that or before that, but it has run uh, really unbelievable, and I have a very deep connection with this dress. Um, this dress also reinforced and showed me that design, you know, is an amazing expression where you can show your strength quietly without showing your muscle. It was understated, it was elegant, it was powerful. It was beautiful. Ooh, it does sound beautiful and oh so dreamy. I'm going to have to see that. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll try to put out a picture of it, you know. I would love that. I know the viewers would love that too. Thank you. Okay, now Mac, you need to tell us what do we want to be seen in on the pageant stage in 2015? What are we going to be seeing? What do we ourselves want to be dressed in? 2015, oh my god, it's just around the corner. You know? Can you believe it? Yes. Yes. Uh, with, I think, modernization and the world becoming a smaller place, I feel simplicity is the most powerful tool. Uh, in the new collections, I think, in our collections, you will see very clean lines away from tradition, the old tradition. Um, our collections are ready to be unveiled in about two to three weeks. So everyone watch out. Ooh, that's great. <laughs> it's the most amazing collection we've ever put together. Uh, it's a very exclusive collection, and it's going to set apart the MacDougall girl from the rest. Oh, I'm so looking forward to seeing that. I cannot wait. So two to three weeks, we're all going to be waiting to see your amazing creations. Thank you. I'm very excited. I'm very, very, very excited to put it out. Okay, now, Mac, I have a question. Mm -hmm. What about women who, say, are competing uh, on the USA stage or a, a different pageant system? Would you dress them in the same gown, or do you prefer to dress them by system? Do you think it, it matters upon which system they're entering? You know, uh, in the past, there used to be a distinction, a clear distinction between uh, several systems. Like one of the systems could be very classic and clean. Another one uh, could be a bit sensual. Now, I believe there is more diffusion. I, again, like I said, the world is becoming closer. There is more transparency in this world. You can see through everything. Everything is on, uh, on our palms. We can press a button and get all the information in the world. And so I believe there is a good crossover, not only of fabric, also of styling. Trends have crossover. Uh, to give you an example, a two-piece set, a top and a skirt separately, were never seen on a pageant stage. And now they're both available in all the system, pretty much all the systems. So I believe there's a good diffusion of styling, and this you don't have to specifically design for any particular system in mind. Okay, well, Mac, since you are uh, quite familiar with seeing gowns on the pageant stage, I'm dying to know what you feel is the biggest mistake 
that women make with their evening gowns. What do you feel that is? Oh my. You know, uh, <laughs> I would say uh, the biggest mistake that anyone could really make uh, with their evening gown is really their own confidence. I think girls rely on coaches, girls rely on their family members, on designers, on, on other people uh, to decide. And when they are told, their heart is really somewhere else. So I feel they need to connect with the dress. They need to feel the dress. They need to, I've had several conversations with many girls who've said later on, I wish I had chosen the gown that I felt. Just like I said earlier, I always feel life is about a connection. You know, connecting to your viewers, connecting to your customer, connecting to the gown. The gown will speak to you. If you look at a gown, it's going to tell you. There is always this sound, this feeling inside. If you look down, close your eyes and feel inside, you will know what is right for you. And I believe this is a strength that if you engulf it, it's going to take you a long ways. I think that is the best advice ever and so true. And I know all of the pageant ladies watching can definitely agree with that. And, and you know, you know when you feel the gown when it is the right one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Okay, Mac, I have to ask, so excited. Now, I want to know all about Elizabeth Seyfried's wardrobe at Miss World. She looked breathtakingly beautiful because of you. So tell us about some of the designs, the creations that you sent her to Miss World with. You know, Elizabeth is a very, very powerful uh, personality. And Miss World is really an amazing competition. Uh, this is a contest where you're not only judged on your evening gown, but you're also judged for a good 20 days. From the moment you land, uh, they have uh, scheduled so many, many different events. And you are being judged for every single one of them. For example, we had to do her interview, not only her interview suit, we had to design so many dresses for different galas and for different appearances. We even had to design three separate cocktail dresses for different times of high tea. So she had to meet the Prime Minister and she had to meet so many other uh, people in different zones and different timings. Overall, uh, we did a lot of research and sent her out with over 25 ensembles. Wow. Uh -huh. Each one was perfectly tailored to her. And she is such a big sport that she let us, you know, choose it for her, of course, with her consent. Uh, we were so confident that she was going to be extremely successful at that pageant that we sent her with an additional winner acceptance gown. Oh, wow. And also uh, with another extra week 
of ensembles that you're required to wear if you make it in the top five. We were all really sure of Elizabeth, no doubts at all. And, and she was phenomenal. Second runner-up to Miss World, oh my goodness, I was watching. Uh, I, I was sitting on the edge of my seat so excited for her. Yeah. Oh, and she looked gorgeous. I've been watching all the pictures come out, and she. every time I saw her, she looked amazing because of you. No, I think she did uh, complete justice to everything she wore because she was fierce. She had this passion in her eyes. And she, I told her she was going to go and kill it. And she did and made uh, the whole country proud. We're very proud of her. Oh, and we are most definitely very proud of her. Now, Mac, I am so in love with the gold gown, with the cape, the gold cape. Oh, I love that. I saw that. I saw her on the runway. I was like, oh, I've never seen anything like that. Tell us how that design came to be. What was the inspiration behind that? You know, uh, when I first met Elizabeth, she uh, presented herself to me in a very regal manner. She's got this body language which is so regal and so amazing. She actually reminded me of a Greek goddess. And so I wanted to put this high fashion ensemble together for her. Uh, and to give it a very dramatic effect, we added a cape to her gown. Uh, she left the entire thing in my hands. Uh, she completely believed in me to do justice. Uh, and uh, so after we designed the gown, finally we had to pick the color. I always feel the color First, the gown should be a proper gown for the proper occasion, and then the color can be added to it. The color had to be gold for me because I believe it represents power. Gold is a very, very powerful color. And uh, I really believe she did complete justice to the gown. The way she walked on the runway and the cape was flying, it was unbelievable. <laughs> It definitely was. Very dramatic, very regal, and yes, very powerful on that runway. Oh my gosh, I was in love with that. And of course, her breathtaking, so beautiful evening gown, and I've been watching posts from magazines, uh, pictures and photos, and not just in the United States, but coming from around the world. Um, and they were complimenting and, and just saying so many wonderful things about her evening gown, how it was it was perfect, and it let her shine through. So it's just everywhere. I think the whole world is talking about that evening gown. So tell us a little bit more about her evening gown. And I think it even has a name, is that right? Yes, absolutely. You know, uh, the evening gown is called Lal Rani. Uh, the thing about that is there's a long story connected to this gown. When I first met Elizabeth, this, this was at uh, one of my runway shows at the premiere of my spring collection for 2015. She really uh, 
impressed me with her style and her poise. She's got a very, when you meet her, you'll just see she's got a great uh, poise in the way she presents herself. I knew she would be a very, very strong contender in the largest pageant in the world. And uh, when I met the director, Chris, after speaking to him, you know, he felt that based on my experience um, that I would be the perfect designer to design a whole a wardrobe for her, having success in the pageant field. And I loved every minute of doing it. Uh, for Elizabeth, when I first met her, I had her tried a lot of different kind of gowns, different silhouettes, different colors, different fabrics, different body styles. And soon, uh, I knew the mermaid shape would be the best suited for her. So right away, you know, uh, we at least nailed that part down that we need to design something in a mermaid fashion. Um, I wanted the gown to be very clean and very grand. So when I spoke to Elizabeth, she immediately agreed. Although it's, it was completely outside the Sparkle Queen image that she had portrayed in the earlier traditional pageant gowns that she had worn, this was something that she immediately connected to. And uh, so her input on the gown was that she wanted uh, a plunging neckline. Now my research showed that this wasn't a tradition at the Miss World stage at all, but in the end, it proved to be really extremely successful. So, you know, my vision was to have uh, this Hollywood red carpet glamour for her and wanted to keep it so it would not distract from her facial beauty. So wanted to keep it very simple, but yet very, very powerful. Uh, so in the end, uh, when the gown was all designed, uh, the last decision was to finalize the color. This was a tough decision because uh, Elizabeth had won in white and she looks gorgeous in white. She looks gorgeous in a lot of colors. Uh, but she had to decide between white and red. I wanted her to decide, but uh, she trusted me with the final decision. I chose red. So you chose red. I chose red because this fabric in the red color with the shade of red lit her face. Not only lit her face, brought her beautiful eyes, gave so much strength to her. Uh, when this gown was completed and flown in here, and we opened it and hung it up, it took an entire rack of space because it has about 40 yards of fabric in it. And uh, when I saw it, I christened it Lal Rani. Lal Rani in my native language means the Red Queen. 
and truly befitting her. When we uh, brought her, flew her into Chicago to look at the gown, um, I had to really, we had her eyes closed and I had to really hold her hand uh, and have to make her walk because the train is so tremendously large on the ground and uh, she only opened her eyes in front of the mirror. As soon as she saw the gown, she couldn't believe. She kept on saying, is this my gown? I really can't believe it. I really can't believe it. She was screaming and crying and said, this is everything that I had ever imagined to be. I really believe as a designer, those words still ring in my ear. And those are the type of moments that keep us going for decades and decades. Oh so my goodness, that sounds like such a magical moment. It was. It truly was a really magical moment. It, and uh, the rest is history. The gown has been everywhere all over the world. It's been acknowledged by, you know, every kind of press and and uh, and the best part of the gown was she did complete justice to the gown. Complete justice. Well, the gown is complete perfection and she looked absolutely perfect. And I want to say congratulations to Elizabeth Seyfert for becoming second runner-up to Miss World. An incredible job. We're also very, very proud of you. Thank you. I think we were all so excited to get this third place win. It's very, very, very exciting. Great time to be. Now, Mac, who has been one of your most favorite people to dress? Oh, you know, I would uh, actually love to dress uh, Kate Middleton. I think Kate has got this beautiful sophistication about herself and this understated elegance. Um, I really feel uh, connected to her aura. I feel she puts out such great vibes. And uh, she seems like she is so down to earth, having such a great position in the world and still connecting with the common man. This is a beautiful thing to do. She's always has this understated elegance about her and I love the way she balances her family life and gives back to the world in a positive way. Oh goodness, I love her and I would love to see you design some magnificent, magnificent creation for her. I would love to see that. Thank you. I think soon, hopefully it'll happen soon. I agree. Now, Mac, before we wrap up, uh, can you tell our viewers how can we find out more about your designs and, of course, about your upcoming collection? Where can we, can we find your website? Are you on Facebook? Where should we look for you? Well, you can go to MacDougall.com. Uh, of course, we are on Facebook, on Twitter, on Pinterest, and uh, on Instagram. And I love in the nights, although we work, you know, long hours, but late in the night, I love to 
read the comments on Instagram that people write. It's it's a good feedback that we get from there, and it's good energy for us to keep on going. Wonderful, and we will post all of the links to our viewers. And viewers, you heard what Max said, so keep those comments coming on Instagram because he enjoys reading them. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Mac, before we go, any last thoughts you want to leave us with? Uh, well, I believe that everyone is beautiful. Uh, my fundamentals are to believe in yourself. One must always believe in themselves and have the confidence. It is always about connection. The connection could be to the people around you, to the people you work with. It could be a connection with your loved ones, or it could be a connection with your dress. I think this is a really important uh, piece in life. So, you know, I really believe that it's all about a connection, about a connection with people. It could be a connection with people. It could be a tight connection with your coworkers, people you see every day, uh, your loved ones, or even your dress. Once you feel bonded, the inner beauty always comes out. The inner self always comes out. I always feel that people sell trends. People sell fashion. I go beyond that. I sell confidence. I always believe that confidence should always uh, come out first. I always believe that a loud voice cannot compete with a clear voice, even if it is a whisper. We have to believe in, us, in ourselves and be clear in our vision. Like my father had beautifully put one time, that there is nothing more beautifully artistic than to love people. And to learn to live back, to give back to the society. This has worked for me all my life. And if all of us start doing that, I think it will make the world a better place and we will feel more satisfied. Thank you for watching, and it was great fun being on the show. Oh, and I, I so agree with you. And, Mac, thank you so much for joining me. It was so wonderful to have you on and learn more about you and Elizabeth Seyfert's wardrobe and, of course, the Red Queen, the beautiful gown. The Lal Rani. The Lal Rani. The Lal Rani, as we call it, yeah. <laughs> and I uh, just want to tell the viewers... We love all the support that they've given us over the years. So keep the love coming in. Love you all. Oh, thank you, Mac. Thanks to the viewers for tuning in. And until next time, everyone, take care. Thanks, Mac. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.